3: We're at Humphreys, and we're so delighted that Humphreys has taken over as our, as our host for the Billiken Coaches Show, whether it's uh, Coach Ford and me, whether it's Tom Ackerman and Coach Tillett. Um, it's just a great atmosphere, and being on campus is terrific.
4: It, it's a great place. Sarah and John do such a terrific job here. Uh, great food, great atmosphere, uh, a legendary place here on campus. Uh, but, uh, no, really enjoy having it here.
3: All right, let's, um, let's get to the nuts and bolts of what's going on. A tough streak right now for the Billikins and um, having a, a heartbreaker, a loss, lost by two um, at the end of the game. And I know you. Have you had any sleep since then? How many times have you watched the tape?
4: Uh, too many times. Right. Uh, to the point you, you watch it so much, it just, you know, um, it, you get more – upset watching it um but you know we did again as i keep as i told our team today this is the first time we got back together we were off yesterday and you know we're doing some good things uh you know um compared to where we were two weeks ago but there are things that we're that we're doing wrong that we're it's making it tough for us to overcome. Uh, crucial rebounds. Free throw misses, you know, during crucial times or um, you know, obviously you can't turn the ball over 18 times and have a differential of points off turnovers like 19 to 6. And you lose by, on a last second shot more or less. Yeah. You know, um, but those are things that go on when you're going through times like this. Uh, You know, that's uh, these are things you've got to learn. It's habits we've got to continue to develop that we can um overcome these turnovers and cut them down first and foremost um and we watched every single turnover today watched every single one of them oh went my. through every one of them oh it's my. it's painstakingly <laughs> yes very difficult to watch but uh, you know it's the only way you learn is to watch but you know it's uh you know no question uh times are tough uh you know we we we're not you know we're struggling to to, to find the wins um and you know we've just challenged everybody and I, as i told our team today uh starting with myself uh challenged the staff um i have personally in in our staff meeting get them in early and talking to them talking to our team everybody's got to find a little bit more you got to do a little bit more you got to find if you know uh challenge our guys today how many of you have had double digit rebounds I think uh, Brad's had one, TJ's had one. TJ's was in the very first game of the year, and I'm like, guys, that you know, uh, if if, I, if if that expectation is too high, then I, I probably wouldn't bring it up. But I don't think it is. I think you guys are. I think there's guys in here capable of getting double-digit rebounds. How many guys in here have had uh, eight, nine, ten or more assists? That you know, I just, yeah. we. You know, we've got to. You know, we've got to find more. We've got to find more. Um, you know, it's not all about scoring. You know, it's not all about scoring all the time. You know, there's areas of audience we can get better at, but it's all the other aspects. You know, everybody gets all caught up, and we, we showed them a little video today. Everybody gets caught up in making shots, missing shots. That's such a small part of the game as far as that second is concerned. You do more things in a game besides shoot the basketball. Uh, you know, 95% of the game is outside of shooting the basketball, 98% of the game you don't have the ball in your hands. What else are you doing to help mm-hmm. our team win? Help our team be successful, help our team get better. And we we use these things that we talked about assists, rebounds, screener. Who's the best defender in this room? Like we're lo- like we would love somebody to step up and say I'm going to take this guy. I'm going to do this. And we prefaced it by saying, you know, guys, we're doing this, but then we look on the other side of stashing, The guy's got 29 or a guy's got 14 rebounds, a guy's got 15. Now, these are just uh, – these are things where you just got to go get them. And we've got we've to ask more from everybody, uh, starting with myself to the players and everybody, to
3: try to continue to get better. So, as you look at tape, and I know you talk about everybody, including, and you put yourself at the top to get better. And uh, – when you go through, do you go, do you look at things and go, I should have changed this defense there. I should have substituted this guy instead of that guy. Do you do you beat yourself up that way?
4: Oh, absolutely. I'm <laughs> sure you do. I think that's true for anybody in life. When something goes wrong, you look back and say, what could I have? It's easy to look back, and hindsight, uh, you know, is very, very easy. But absolutely, I do that. No yeah. question. I wish I'd played this guy. I wish I'd taken that guy out. I wish I'd played this. You go through, I wish I'd ran this play. I wish, you know, you go through it. You know, every single coach goes through it. You do yeah. it. Uh, you know, there's sometimes you, there's not as much. Sometimes you look like you look at it and say, "Well, you know, ball just didn't go in, or whatever it is." There's always things you could change. Uh, no question about it. But uh, you know, absolutely, uh, it's uh, you know, you study it, never which way to hopefully uh, try to be better the next time.
3: Yeah, and so we go to the end of that game. And by the way, you, we mentioned it in the post-game show, but those post-game shows go so quick. I wanted to get you to expound on it a little bit. Um, behind most of the game and then come roaring back, and the crowd is so supportive, yeah. waiting for something to happen, and when it does, they explode. And I, I was impressed by the crowd saying, okay, we're in this too.
4: No, no question. It, 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 um, I've been around this, I've been around a long time around the game of basketball. Uh, I consider myself pretty much at this point, pretty old school. I've been, I've played the game my whole life. I've been around it my whole life. My dad coached. my mom coach. I mean, I, it's all I've ever done. It's all I've ever known. I've played it since, uh, you know, forever. Uh, I've been coaching for seems like forever. <laughs> it's all I've done. And, I've been more impressed with our fans because this is a difficult time. Hey, no question about it. There's no hiding behind This is not, you know, as uh, probably difficult as I've been through uh, in my coaching career. Um, it's uh, it, it's a difficult time. Um, and there's no question, you know, the critics come out, people come out, people question, which I don't blame them. I, I don't, hey, I get it. When things aren't going well, I guess that's part of being a fan. You get the yeah. voice. But. I can also say on the other side of it, I've been more impressed probably. I don't let the other stuff because, you know, it means more to me than the people that email, send me something, or call me or see me out and say, hey, we're still behind you. We're still got you. Hey, yes, we want you to win. Yes, we, you know, we're disappointed and all that. And I'm like, hey, join the crowd. I'm disappointed. Yeah. But for them to continue to show up and support us and, and, and scream and yell and, pull force throughout the game Um, it's uh, I I can't say enough about how appreciative uh, we all are as a part of our program but it's impressive it's very impressive and uh, they have they were very very loud the other day and you know uh, uh, I've said it a lot in the last couple days to a lot of people I'm disappointed we didn't get the the win for our players but also for our fans Uh, but keep hanging in there it's uh, uh, better days ahead
3: Better days ahead. Talk a little bit, um, too, uh, when, you, when you talk about a situation where as tough as you've ever been. Um, and I know you you go over and over in your mind. We've already talked about that. Do you have anybody in the game or anybody uh, uh, in your life that you reach out to and talk to uh, about things like that? And maybe even when they're going good, do you have sort of a touchstone in the, in the business?
4: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um... You know, and I've all, I, I think you and I've talked about it, or Tom and I've talked about it. Uh, you know, um, you know, it's uh, we I, there's a, there is a group of coaches that we that regularly talk on the on the phone and text, and then you get all kinds. But especially when you're going through tough times, it's amazing how many coaches have reached out. It's amazing because we're all That's in awesome, this yeah. we're in this circle together, and they see and we are in them. this circle, and everybody else is on the outside of the circle. Because nobody knows exactly. It's a lonely business. It's lonely, uh, especially through times like this. It's it, when things are going great. It's not lonely at all. I promise you. Everybody's patting yeah, it It's not and... lonely at all. Uh, but uh, when you're going through tough times like this, it's uh, um, it's 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 hard to explain. Uh, just life in general. Uh, but it's it's amazing to me, and it just shows. You know, again, I've got coaches. But it means more, and that's why we call when times are tough more than we call probably when things are going well. Yeah, because uh, it's easy. You know, it's easy to, you know, uh, we all go through the same thing. We've all been through tough times, and you know, uh, it's not you know, it's not going to be great every single year. But uh, uh, but yeah, I have quite a few, quite a few, and uh, you know, had several texts when I got out of practice today, and people calling, and you know, they're just checking up, and that's, that's great. great. It is. It's. uh you know but uh because, you know, because sometimes
3: in life whether it's basketball or whatever things aren't going well and maybe it's with competitive people you're competitive i try to be i've always been competitive you kind of go in the bunker oh. no when, when things aren't going well and for somebody to reach out it means a lot well tom and i talked about it yesterday
4: tom ackerman good great tom ackerman does such a great job i enjoy speaking with him on sundays yeah, he's and he's great. done so much he's one of the all-time best and we talked about it yesterday and i told you know And it's easy, but, you know, what we're going through is – and I try to explain this to our team on a daily basis almost – that what we're going through is life. These are life lessons you're going through. There's nothing that guarantees us success. There's nothing that – we can do every single thing right, do it, and there's no guarantees. I don't care where you're picked. You could be picked first, second, third, or whatever it is. There's no guarantees. Um, And – Unfortunately, what we go through is 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 people who are inside the circle, who are part of a team, who are part of the. We we go through it through the public because what we're going through, everybody goes through. it, Whether it be relationships, whether it be at their job, whether it be a business, whatever it may be, there's tough times for anybody. Yeah, there's tough times. But for most people, we just ours just gets played out in the public, and that's yeah. part of what goes with what we decided to do in life. We yeah. decided, I decided to be a part of a a business that it goes with it. I fully get that. I that part doesn't bother me at all um but it goes with it um and I said but what we're going through man uh you know it's uh it's 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 a the easiest time for people to be criticized the easiest time for people to do that that's you know so my former coach used to say it's the easiest thing to do for people to sit back and criticize what somebody else is actually trying to do um and that's part of it that goes with it and uh at this point, I don't, you know, I don't expect people to be happy. By no <laughs> You know, no. I'm not happy. You know, multiply that by about 50, uh, yeah. how uh, I feel and our team feels. So, uh, and I, you know, but, you know, I would say this, you know, again, being a part of a lot of different programs throughout my career as a coach and everything, you know, when you're going through tough times, that's when you need the support the most. Yep. That's when you need it the most. Uh, and that's when you get to see, you know, as I said, that we got tr- truly some great fans out there that are still helping the program move forward and uh, cheering for the team, not hurting the program. Uh, and, you know, that, uh, uh, that says a lot and that means a lot. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, but what we're going through is, you know, we don't sit back and say, woe is me. It's part of it, it goes with it. It goes with, it. as I told our guys. Guys, your guys going to be you 're going to be fathers one day you're going to be husbands one day you're going to be you you're going to own a business you're going to be working whatever it may be there's going to be some difficult times you know and hopefully you learn some things that we 're going through now that can help you down the road and uh, you know uh, that's uh you know that's big
3: absolutely that's travis ford we'll continue with coach in a moment but first St. Louis Union Station, with so many things to safely do and see for all ages. Book your experience at stlouisunionstation.com. Back with more on the Billiken Coaches Show, live from Humphreys, right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
2: Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
3: We're back at Humphrey's for the Billiken Coaches Show. I want to remind you, one of our great sponsors, Royal Banks of Missouri Mortgage Specialists, are here to help you on your home buying journey. Contact our team, apply online, or download the Royal Banks Mortgage app and learn more about our mortgage lending services. Royal Banks of Missouri, member FDIC, an equal opportunity lender. Well, Coach, we got a special guest, but let's talk about him, maybe embarrass him a little bit, how good and how high a ceiling he has. Brad Azuero is... Uh, uh, a guy that bided his time against difficult circumstances mm-hmm. and has taken advantage of his opportunity.
4: Well, absolutely, and I think there's, you know, a lot to be said about, you know, we'll go through the process a little bit, but, you know, I'm very proud of Brad, I, I, and he's heard me say it, our team's heard me say it, you know, he came in here um, out of shape, you know, needed to get in shape, he accepted everything we threw at him, lost about 35, almost 40 pounds. Uh, really committed himself, really, really did. And I'm very impressive um, with his attitude, and and I love his personality. He wants to please. He wants to do well. Uh, He really does. He's still learning what that, you know, the habits it needs to take. Um, and, And we talk about it all the time. But it's not easy at all. And going back to the process, it's not easy at all from, you know, you're going through a process to try to get eligible uh, early on, we were all very confident, feeling good, like it's gonna. And then it gets to a point; it doesn't look good at all. Uh, like we, it pretty much wasn't looking good at all. And it's a natural reaction for him to take a step back. We all kind of take take a step back. He's on the scout team; he's really not doing anything else. And then all of a sudden, one day, we said, "All right, you get to play. Get out there and go and be That's a star." Not e- it's not take easy. Take over, yeah. <laughs> I, I, exactly, and be the guy. We're gonna come to you. We need you to get. Fifteen rebounds at twenty points every game. Go get them. That, you know, I and I've shared it with him a little bit, but it, I can't tell him. My coaches are telling coaching in our coaching staff. I mean, I'll sit back and say, guys, you realize what we're asking him to do? I mean, literally, he just got, he just got, he just got else to play. As as mad as I get at him all the time, I do step back, believe it or not, and say, that's oh, a lot to ask for somebody who's really never been in this position and probably was thinking he wasn't playing, uh, and. He and I just had a convers- a quick conversation today. and I, and I told him, you know, that he knows some areas he's got to get better at uh, right now, rebounding. We talked about it. We talked about yeah. it. Told him, he- there's no reason he shouldn't be getting averaging ten. There's absolutely no reason yeah. he should be getting fifteen or more. But he's just scratching the surface of what he will become. You can tell. Just scratching the surface, uh, and I say that because he has got so much ability. And he wants to be great. He really does. He wants to. He's learning what it takes, but he's got a, the right attitude to to want to get there. Uh, he, you know, I can get on him like crazy, and I do. He knows that he doesn't, he doesn't usually pout or say anything back. Like we have some guys that always, you know, have an excuse. Like he, like, he usually he's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you, know, you know, you're right. I need to do better. You know what
3: I've seen about him? Yeah and we'll get to you in a second, Brad, yeah. we're not done embarrassing you yet, yeah. um, is when he doesn't do something well, you don't need to yell at him because he's mad at himself. He, he, 100%. He's mad at himself. 100%.
4: Oh, yeah. uh, and I can deal with that. Absolutely. He is usually mad at himself. So, yeah. Brad, as
3: a wheeler, it's great for you to be here or, or be on the show. We're really happy that you're on the show and uh, uh, and uh, a Billiken. Yeah. Tell me about how tough that was for you emotionally not getting the waiver right away Mm -hmm. and then like two three months kind of in limbo and then all of a sudden as coach said you're in it tell me the mentally how you went through that process
0: um it was very tough but uh like i had great teammates like i feel like these are the best teammates i've had in my life or throughout my college career so like they they were supporting me they were helping me through the times they were making sure i was okay there was you know you know talking with my family, talking with my girlfriend, just making sure everybody's okay and stuff like that. So it was just really the help of my teammates, the help of my coaches, just to make sure that I was sane the whole time and just making sure I was working out, lifting weights, doing extra stairmasters, just just doing stuff just to keep my mind occupied yeah. and keep my mind off of it and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, that's fantastic. And so now you get thrown into it. You're the starter. Um playing as many minutes as coach can can get you to play yes, sir. as but
4: many minutes as he stays out r- of foul, foul trouble, trouble and <laughs> get tired so <laughs> yes, sir. that's where yeah. that's what it's based and, on
3: and while it's been a journey to get here mm-hmm. it's where you want to be right yes, i want to be in there playing, making a difference yes sir talk a little bit about that mindset
0: uh, just making a difference just like like within like within like everybody just making a difference like if everybody Mm -hmm. just tries to make a difference like that uh that's going to make the whole team better what coach said today in the locker room really stuck with me like everybody has to bring more if everybody just brings two steps three steps four steps more we're going to be a better team just regardless just like even if we don't you know work out even if we don't do anything if we just take those steps to be better and have effort have great attitude make sure we're helping
3: make sure just we're just doing everything that we're supposed to do so
0: that really stuck with me
3: Tell me about growing up. You grew up in Torrance? Yeah, Los Angeles, <laughs> She's, California. Yeah, in Los Angeles. Tell me about growing up. What was your life like?
0: Uh, growing up was great. I have uh, two parents. My Stacy is a world. Francis as a world. My, I love them to death. Uh, I got four brothers. I got an older brother. Uh, so there's I, five boys. Yeah, there's five boys. I got an older brother. He's 25. But then it's me. Then I have a 19-year-old brother that goes to Moverley College. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah uh, down in Missouri. The, yeah, in Missouri. And then I have a brother who's a junior. He's about 16, 17. And then I have a brother who's going into high school next year. He's in eighth grade. So, yeah, I got a whole family full of hoopers. And they all play? Oh, Except my older brother. He uh, does, like, uh, tech and stuff like that.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. And so the, the, the hoops fell to you guys. And I always like talking – asking big brothers about their little brothers can yeah. they play oh my little brothers can't
0: play i yeah. think the one in high school is really good and the one at moberly he's uh been struggling but it's his freshman year so he still has three years left to go but uh, he's gonna make it work you know i talk to him every day make sure he's staying on the right track with working out you know i gotta tell them the same thing like the same thing coach ford tells me i tell them it's basically like i got all this new knowledge <laughs> and they're like where you getting
3: this all where you getting this knowledge from
0: and from my Coach family. Ford. Yeah, i just tell him what he <laughs> says, tells me.
3: Oh, that's fantastic. Um, are your uh, younger brothers kind of built like you? Are they all going to have good size?
0: Well, they, they uh, I think my brothers go like this. So it's, it's me who hoops, and then it's my second brother, and then it's my third who plays exactly like me, and then it's the fourth. So the two and the four play like each other, and <laughs> me and my – the third play like each other. How about so kind of like that? Uh, so I'm uh, like the strong one and then the second one's skinny and tall and then the third one's strong again. And then the fourth one, skinny and tall. Any of them lefties like you? None of them are lefties. They're all right-handed. So you're
3: the one. Yeah. You're the one. That's, one that's, that's fascinating. And did you always want to play basketball? Did they, did they ever try to get
0: you to play football? Oh, they tried to get me to play football, but I, I didn't like outside. I, yeah. Eighth grade, I, quit. Uh, <laughs> Too I, played, hot. I played tight end. I didn't really have good hands back then. I, huh. I got better hands now. I probably could play
3: a little bit, but nah. You know what? I was going to bring this up, and not to uh, – not to be ridiculous about anything, but coach knows this. Early in my career, I broadcast games for Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. And you guys are built just alike. Yeah. Same height, same weight, and uh, great athletes. And um, and maybe because of my background, I see this future for you because a lot of guys your size don't have the athleticism, mm-hmm. don't have that fast twitch, uh, quick jumping Ability. I think that sets you apart. Yeah. Have you, have you always had that?
0: Yeah, I've always pretty much had that. But, I, I mean, just working, just losing weight, like, helped me with that. Like, I feel like I had that last year and then my freshman year, too. But just the weight I had on me, like, yeah. just didn't allow me to jump that high. Just with all the weight I lost – you just get higher uh, off the ground. So I've always had the quick jump but I never got as and, high as And it. what
4: happens is you come from high school and you go into college, he goes Ellis, he goes to Georgetown and you know, immediately everybody wants to put weight on you, you're lifting weights like you've never lifted before. And he got so big, he didn't even realize how I don't think how big he had gotten and what I, you know, and I can't tell you you won't know the difference till you get it off. How faster you'll be, how much and we still just scratch the surface. Once he gets in the shape and the habits he needs to play hard. He could be the fastest guy on our team and maybe the most athletic guy on our team when he continues to develop those habits and get in great shape. But him losing all the weight made him realize, wow, I, didn't, you know, I am quicker. I am more athletic.
3: And, you know, I am biased about Carl Malone because mm-hmm. I did all of his games. But you're a better leaper than he was. At any point in his career, you're a better leaper. Are you as fast? I don't know. I, I'm waiting to see, waiting yes. to see that burst on the fast. floor. Yeah. He used to get the rebound, hit the, the outlet, and finish with a dunk on the other end. I
4: gotta give me We're the getting the, there. We're yeah. getting there. I know we are.
3: I, know <laughs> <it>. I <laughs> really have high hopes for you. We'll, I, we won't call you the man. I think the Big Easy fits for you. Big that's, Easy. I like that's it. That's all right. Big, big that's Easy. That's all right. So, um, sociology major. Awesome. Are, uh, I had a sociology minor. Yeah, it's yeah.
0: really interesting, isn't it? It is very interesting. It has a lot of... Uh, it has a lot of like perspectives. You can see people's perspective on their lives on how they feel or what they would do in different types of situations. So it's a, it's an interesting topic and I, and I love it
3: when you're done playing, when you're 40 years old, um, what are you gonna do? Are You gonna sit back on those millions, or are nah, you gonna? Are, I mean, what do
0: you want to do with your life? Coach was saying that he was saying, or I think he was probably saying two or you know two or one players might like, become a coach. I, I think I could become a real good coach. <laughs> I'm a good recruiter. Like, I could. can recruit. I could you know I could coach. I can get on dudes. We're I can put him run. to work here pretty soon. <laughs> I, I, can, I can do that. You know, and that's not all they do. You know, they've been yeah. working hours, long yeah. hard hours in the war room. You know, making scouts, making film, you know. And I, and I think I, I love that process. I don't think I know I love that process. And just being a part of a team and being a part of stuff like that. Uh, basketball is the only thing I know. So that's probably what I'd do. I'd be a coach.
4: You and I, you, you and I have discussed this. I said the two guys that probably had the best feel and understanding of the game on our team are probably Brad and Larry. Mm. And see, i would be up there. But Brad has a really good understanding of the game and feel for the game. Yeah. Uh, he, he does know it. I, I realized that. I didn't know that about him until I started coaching him. After about the first week or two, I said, you know, he understands this game. He knows how to do it. we got to get more out of it. But he knows how to play this game, and he gets it. Yeah. Do you
3: attribute that to uh, coaches when you were young, your parents, just playing the game? Has it come natural to you? Yeah, uh, just just
0: like watching a lot. I watch a lot of basketball, watch a lot of film. And I, I, I'm a big critique of myself, I and mean, you know, what I'm saying even uh, like my teammates. Sometimes, even sometimes it'll come out in the wrong tone, but it's it's really only trying to help somebody, sure. or just like just trying to make. A, I have a, that a, problem a too. Yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> may not come out exactly the right way. We, all the we've, time. Seen <laughs> exactly. we've seen that. We've seen that. Yeah, oh, <laughs>
3: Brad. Thank you for coming over here for a minute. You got a bunch of teammates here. What'd you order? Uh, I got some crab ragoons. Ooh. and oh, I defense. got the pasta. Very nice. Very was good. Brad, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. I'm a big fan, and the more I get to know you, the bigger a fan I become. Thank you. I appreciate
0: that so much, sir.
3: Okay. That's Brad as a Ezra. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with more at Humphreys in a moment. It's the Billiken Coaches Show. Don't go away. Welcome back to Humphreys. Much of the basketball team across the room getting ready to get their grub on. I see our sports information and media folks. I see assistant coaches, everybody enjoying the great menu here at Humphrey's. Everything from my salmon sandwich that I had to uh, Coach has got some fish, it looks like. Fish and chips. Fish and chips. Always get it here. The it's burgers are always great. Brad had, was having the crab rangoon. All um, All good. It's all good here. Also all good at the Missouri Athletic Club, a proud partner of Billiken Athletics. Since 1903, the MAC has been the premier athletic, business, social, and dining club in St. Louis for its members and their families, the fabulous MAC. And for those, I mean, because we didn't really have a preseason for Brad to be involved with the media because of his circumstances, and so... I hope folks enjoyed that conversation with him. Just a tremendous young man.
4: He really is. He's he's, he's in the process of learning so much. Uh, you go back to the LSU days, he didn't play at all. No. Didn't play, never got in the game. And then last year at Georgetown, he played very spot in minutes here and there. Uh, and Now, you know, he's in a process of now getting more minutes, more as expected. And it's a learning curve, especially how he became LSU. You know, that's the biggest part, you know. Because there was probably a month there before he started playing that he knew we were honest with him every day about where everything was and what's it looking like, and he was part of the process too. Obviously, he had to be a, a part of it. But very honest with him where everything stood, and and you know, oh, the last month or so it didn't look good. It, it didn't look good at all, and he knew that. He got down, and you kind of start regressing. Then all of a sudden, hey, you're ready. You got you're playing, and to flip that over is not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy no. thing to do whatsoever from going from being on a scout team, not thinking you're going to play to what we said, all right, we need you to be the guy. We need you to, you know, and I think he's he's done well. He knows he can do a whole lot better. We talk about it every day he and I meet and we watch film. We do different things and uh, he knows areas that he needs to get better at. He wants to get better. Um, we got to keep him out of foul trouble. That's a major, major issue. Um, a lot of it's on him. You know, he gets some, some fouls he shouldn't be getting um, and, and continue to get in better shape.
3: Yeah. And so um, you talk about adding him to the mix basically midseason and changing, really changing the whole dynamic of the team. You have Sincere Parker out. That changed the whole dynamic of the team two brand new point guards and trying to put it together and it keeps the the Rubik's Cube keeps changing on you do you kind of feel like even though Mike Meadows is hurt now with his back do you kind of feel like you've got a handle on this group this rotation and how it's going to need to be the rest of the the rest of the way
4: yeah it's a good point uh you make a good point um in that yeah Mike Meadows is out um and that's a, tough, that's a tough one because of experience and, you know, a good player can score, can pack, can do yeah. a lot of different things for us. But, uh, you know, Sion's doing a great job and some other guys step up. But we feel like we have a core. Now we're just trying to get everybody to play well. Like we're having a lot of ups and downs. A couple of guys play well in this game, and all of a sudden these guys don't play well. And then maybe the next game the guys that played bad last game are playing well, and then we don't get anything out of the, you know another group. We're trying to get everybody on the same page and uh, – You know, and and get everybody firing on all cylinders here at the same time. That's what we're still looking for, Uh, and it's drastic changes. It's drastic of bad game. You know, uh, from zero points to eighteen
3: the next, or whatever. Yeah, and
4: and, you know, we're trying to develop that consistency, and part of that is figuring out, you know, rotations or those. These are things I'm looking at for myself: rotations and different things we can do to help these guys. Um, So, yeah, I feel like you know. We've gotten a few guys healthy. Obviously, Sincere's back healthy, and Kellen's back healthy. Yeah. Larry's back healthy. Uh, Mike Meadows is obviously still out, but now we're just trying to get everybody's best game, like get everybody clicking at the same time.
3: Yeah, um, I don't want to. I don't want this to be like bamboo shoots under your fingernails. Yeah. But we were talking about eighteen turnovers. That that's you just can't win that way. And I'm thinking back in the game, and um, it seems like guys back on their heels, soft passes, telegraphing entry passes, things like that um, that I know drive you crazy, and so rather than say, don't do that, you got to help them get through that, right? You
4: do, and you know, what What was the most disappointing is that's all we worked on. We know that Fordham, all they do is try to turn you over. Like you yeah. can't let a team, especially the situation we're in, we, we've got to be overachievers, overcomers, and you know, try to take other team's strength away because we, you know, we've got to be able to do that. We're just not going to run out there and just beat people. You know, on our own, we got to take other team's strength away. And one of the, the number one strength of Fordham uh, was turning people over and taking defense and creating offense. We talked about that pregame. They yeah. do a great job of their defense creating offense, and that's what they do. We'll start the game. We just we, you know, we were playing on our heels, and that's what was disappointing because that's all we worked on certain things. So. Oh about the 12 minute mark I kind of changed every like all right we're going to have to change up here uh, and, and, it, and, and things got a little bit better um, and you know it, it, it then we started scoring a little bit more and it eased up some of their pressure but we were playing into we we're playing into their strength um, and that's tough for a freshman point we can get freshman point yeah. guard and different people we can get I remember can you, do and all I, that, you, you and all that you and
3: I looked at each other at one point yeah. where Sion went across the timeline. And stopped, oh. which is exactly what the trap wants you to do. Yeah, and we just we just did that in practice yes. the day
4: before when we stopped it. We're like, no, okay. I'm glad you did that today, so we don't do this tomorrow. But uh, habits—it's tough to break. It's part of learning, I yeah. guess. This yeah. is a tough way we're learning, uh, but we've broke this thing every every down every which way that you can. Um, we just have to have everybody, as we said. We gotta have over. We gotta overachieve. We gotta have everybody playing, getting more assists, getting more rebounds, setting better screens, um, and finding more and being a little bit more athletic. You know, we're in and we've got to take on the challenge of defensively. You know, we let a kid at Fordham have a career day. That's yeah. happened too many times. Uh, you know, that's just not what we've done. Uh, we're, we should be take more pride defensively in that and and, and step up. As I told him, hey, I've been there. I, you know some point, you just got to draw a line, say, hey, no more for you, no more for you. Uh, and it's, it's happened too many times, guys having big nights on us. So, you know, we've challenged our guys in a lot of ways. We've challenged, I've challenged myself, I've challenged the staff, we're challenging ev- everybody to try to bring a little bit more.
3: And, one, and on the offensive side, um, when everybody starts to click, that will make the opposition play honest, meaning play straight up it can't overload on Gibson Jimerson or sincere or whomever and that's that when you have that kind of balance which you're seeking that's then you become a problem for the opposition
4: yeah no question and that's when you become a good team there's yeah. a reason when you're not playing well there's a reason why there's a reason when you're not you know when you're playing bad there's a reason you're doing it. we're not doing the we're not having those things right now and uh, we don't have enough to overcome it right now and we you know um, you know, we have things in place. You're talking about Gibson. Obviously, Gibson creates a lot of attention from other teams. He's number
3: and one on their scouting report. It, it, it's obvious.
4: Yes, absolutely. And we have things in place to try to use him to get other people's shots and things. And we actually did that a few times the other night. But it's just an example kind of how it's going. You know, we've, been, we've had some ridiculous free throw shooting nights, 18 for 19. You know, a really good free throw shooting team. But in our losses, our free throws have killed us in like three or four losses. No question. Absolutely killed us. Uh, no and question. then there on another night we make every free throw, every single you know, and, and become a great free throw shooter. And then <laughs> you look back some losses, and you're just like it was a terrible free throw shooting night. And that's kind of same, what's kind of happening along with the inconsistency, player to player things like that a little bit.
3: This is um, as a sideline person watching. What are you and the staff evaluating now? You know, you and I have talked often over the years when, hey, when the ball sticks, we're not very good. What about the guys off the ball? Are you getting the cutting and movement you want?
4: Not bad. Not bad. Um, you know, it's basically, we. you know, we run sets and things. When the set breaks down, that's when you got to start cutting and moving. And that's when it becomes decision-making. You know, a lot of... Basketball early parts could be you're supposed to go from A to B to C, and mm-hmm. some of the things we do, and then after that's over, then we get into a certain offense where you know there's decisions that have to be made based on how the defender's guarding you. Um, it it um, some guys do it better than others, right? Um, right, and uh, you know it breaks down sometimes. Uh, obviously, it's not where it needs to be uh, and where we want it to be. Uh, we worked on it again today. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it's not it's not terrible. There's been some good there's been some good things. Uh, I thought you know we did some good things at Loyola a couple of games ago uh, against their pressure defense that we had worked on that uh, helped us get the ball where we wanted it. We just didn't finish the ball. We just didn't finish it, and that happened a lot last game too against Forum. We I think we 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 charted how many shots we took within one foot of the basket, uh, and our and our finish rate was about forty something percent, maybe a little lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had we you that's where you want to get the ball, and we're just we've got to get something out of it. And that's not I guess, one or two guys. That's a lot, that's guards as well going in there missing layups and things like that. That's that's everybody.
3: And that's Travis Ford, Billiken head coach. We're going to take a quick break and come back to Humphreys in a moment. It's the Billiken Coaches Show right here on KMOX. Welcome back. Coach Ford and I here on the Billiken Coaches Show we're talking a little bit about some rules and the way the game is changing rules wise and you may folks may not be aware I've been accused of being critical of officials. I don't know if it's fair or not. I'll let you all make the decision. <laughs> I've been accused of it. Having said that, you made a great point. We were talking about block charge and we were talking about how they don't let you box out and root your guy out and and back him up anymore. And that we didn't like that, but then you made a point: the the constant rule changes have kind of confused officials.
4: It's you know obviously for somebody, you know, the charge call. You know, I grew up, charge is a charge. You know, you and call it. And it fires up
3: your team, and, and it's it's great.
4: And now they literally want to almost get the charge call out of the game. Yeah. Uh, they it, it, to me that's what they would prefer. I mean, I was even told preseason by somebody very high up and said, hey, I'll be shocked, you know, you'll hardly ever get a charge call anymore. It's over, you know. Now, they've called more this year than I was led to believe. Um, but, that's, I mean, a charge, that's part of basketball. A right. charge is a charge. I mean, if you don't know what it is, don't, I mean, don't ref. I don't I don't know what, you know. Uh, <laughs> char, I mean, you're going to get something wrong, no question. I mean, it's maybe not the easiest call to make sometimes, but to just basically try to eliminate it. Uh, is tough you know I, I'd say you know when they started and you haven't heard much about this anymore and you haven't seen it called in a long time they started this thing last year about this flopping call and they they wanted to start calling flopping and get a technical for flopping because they um they wanted to get flopping out of the out of the game which I I, I get and understand but how are you going to call a technical when you didn't know how to call flopping before? Like I didn't like you're trying to make a decision. You couldn't make that same decision before, right? And you're trying to get it out because you're trying to decide if it's a flop or not a flop. It, it, it but you haven't heard anything about those, those that that call anymore. It no. just kind of went away silently. Yeah, let's put somehow. That in but uh, to me, that was one of the craziest rules. Like you know, it's already hard to you know what's going to make you decide now if it's a technical or not. If you couldn't decide if it's a foul or a flop before um but I, we could go on and on when they took timeouts away from coaches like only the players could call timeouts and things like that are, so did, it's,
3: didn't that it's, didn't it. we have a problem with that in, in the forwarding game right oh yeah yeah and it cost a second
4: it's yeah and
3: so i yeah. didn't ever see a player call timeout mm-hmm. didn't you call it and get it even though you're not supposed to
4: Maybe it's, it's maybe. history now. No, it's history.
3: We're not. They can't but relate. It,
4: but it, 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 and to, it, it, I don't blame it on referee. I mean, they've got they, they've changed rules so much. But yeah, like in the middle of a game, but players not players can only call timeout. But I can yell timeout, timeout and no, instinctively React. the referee. And I don't blame them. I mean, no. but you know, uh, it, it, I could go on about rule changes. <laughs> I'm not big. I'm old school. Keep, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I get there needs to be adjustments sometimes, but. Some of it's like they just don't, you know, they need something to do, so let's change some rules here, you know.
3: <laughs> We're almost out of time. Let's take a look at this long road trip to Philadelphia. Um, we used to bet on who was going to eat them both, most Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, but um, we got to try and stay as slim and trim as we can. <laughs> you got LaSalle on Wednesday. That's going to that's be an early game in St. Louis, five fifteen 15 pregame on Camel X. And then Saturday afternoon at St. Joe's and um, – Anytime you got back-to-back games on the road, it's a challenge, and this will be particularly.
4: Well, every game's tough right now. Every, right. Game's, every game's a cry. Every game's going to be tough. we got to be our best. we got to get better. Uh, you know, LaSalle's a tough place to play. We all know that. Very, you know, very difficult. Talk about all the different uh, games that have been played there over the years. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Fran does a great job, uh, a really, really good job there. Uh, they've got – Two, they're two best players, two starters, have been three-year starters. You know, the two point guards, Bricus yep. and Brantley, the B&B brothers are an absolute load. Uh, and then, obviously, St. Joe's is a, is a really great team as well.
3: Give me one sentence or a couple of sentences on Fran Dunphy. I'm glad he's back in the game.
4: I love him. He's always been so good to me. Me he's and great Earl, for too. The game. Just yep. so good to me. Uh, just a, a great ga- a great guy for the game of basketball and a great basketball mind.
3: Travis, thank you very much. We'll see you in Philadelphia. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. That's Travis Ford. Don't forget Matt Pauley coming up next right here from Humphreys for Sports Open Line in 5:15 with the pregame uh, at LaSalle on KMOX on Wednesday. I'm Bob Ramsey, and for Don Jackson and Coach Ford and Brad Izawiru, have a great night and keep listening to KMOX.
2: listening to the Billiken
4: Coaches Show, presented by Edward Jones. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of Billiken Athletics. Life is a series of moments. Make the most of them with an Edward Jones financial advisor. Also brought to you by Royal Banks of
2: Missouri, investing in our communities one client at a time. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Billiken Sports Network.